Welcome back to the Kenny Wallace Show. It's the Kenny Conversation brought to you by Jags, the leader in high-performance aftermarket car parts. Remember to go to jags.com for everything and anything you need. This is the part in the Kenny Conversation where I, I tell everybody, slow down and pause. I am overwhelmed and excited. Uh, Jay Fry. Jay Fry is the uh, president of IndyCar Series and a dear friend of mine. Jay, your road has been awesome. What a journey. Uh, I saw you in NASCAR working for a lot of great teams, Budweiser, Valvoline, Red Bull in NASCAR. And here you are now the president of the IndyCar Series. Well, thanks, Kenny. Well, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's been a... I guess partly when you go through that list, uh, we're just getting older, right? That's part of the problem. You're we've still been, Yeah, we've been, we've been around a long time. So, no, it's really good. Um, really proud to be part of the NTT, NTT IndyCar Series. I guess this is my eight, eight season, eighth season in this job. So, um, things are going good. Um, you're coming live, or, or I guess we're kind of live from my uh, office here, trackside at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. So, we got a lot of good things going on here and, and looking forward to what's coming up this weekend. Jay, you're uh, you're important to the Kenny conversation because the Indianapolis 500, uh, the greatest race in the world, especially for us Americans, is coming up this Sunday. But there's so much going on, and the Kenny conversation is just that. Uh, you know, we started out with Tony Stewart a couple months ago, and Bobby Labonte, Mark Martin, Kevin Harvick. You're important to us, brother. Um, How's it going? How's the start of the, uh, I, I know that the Indy car series is now getting ready at Indy for the Indy 500. How's everything going so far? It's been going great. So uh, through yesterday's practice, which we had a two hour practice yesterday, yesterday we've ran about 10,000 laps. So that's a bunch of laps. Wow. Um, it's funny every year at the end of the season or the end of the 500, you know, we get this list of all these records that we broke. Well, last year for the 500, the list was really full, right? So we had, last year we had the fastest, Pole, the fastest front row, the fastest field in history. So coming back this year, you, you go, you know, how can you pivot? How can you duplicate that again? Well, we just did. So this past Sunday, we again set a record for the fastest pole, the fastest front row, the fastest field in the hist 106, 107 year history of the Indianapolis 500. So um, it's amazing. We got an amazing group of competitors, amazing group of drivers, teams, um, you know, that they uh, they just get after it and get after it in a big way. So it's been really exciting so far. You uh you quickly alluded to about my fifth question. So here we are running, we're, we're bumping 240 miles per hour, Indy 500, exciting three cars row by row. Those three cars are running unbelievable speeds for, for cars with tires on the ground. Have you ever talked about, have you ever thought about what is too fast since these are airplanes on, on tires have you ever had a conversation is there a limit in your mind um it's funny not not yet i guess at this point um every year we've kind of touched this uh this 240 242 243 going into turn three kind of thing yeah it's pretty fast. it's pretty fast so so far so far the cars uh have, have have been able to accommodate those speeds um you know we've done a lot of things from a safety initiative with the cars now we've got these driver's side impact pieces on the tubs. It's kind of a Coke bottle kind of design, um, the aero screen. So there's a lot of things that we've done. Safety's a, a big priority of ours and will continue to be. So 
we don't think we've hit that speed yet. Again, um, you know, the, the, the track, one lap track record, I guess, was set in 1996. So it's been a while ago. Um, so we're not we're not quite there yet. But we, we do we do keep an eye on that. Yes. Uh, but don't think we're you know to that point at this point. Why do you think they went so fast in 1996? And what, what part did I miss? Why why were they so fast in 96? Um, there's just different things, obviously, with the cars and with the engines, that type thing. Um, you know, we're, we're, again, we just set the record for the fastest pole in the history of the 500. That was a one lap thing. So, um, you know, a couple years in a row. So I think the cars are very comparable, um, you know, to the, the, the one lap speed record. Which actually, it's funny that the person that has the one lap speed record is actually one of our stewards, Ari Leindyke. Um, oh, yeah. so he still, he still gets to walk around, you know, he's still got the one lap record. Yeah. Is, he's a badass. He's a badass. He is a badass. So let's, let's talk about something that's right now. Uh, Stefan Wilson had a wreck fractured vertebrae. Graham Ray Hall has been announced today, this morning to replace Stefan Wilson. Uh, what do you have to say? I mean, any, anything new, uh, did you have, I mean, hard to think that you would have to prove Graham Wilson, but what is the protocol there? Does the Stefan Wilson's team call you? How did that work out? Well, um, yeah, we're, we hate what happened with Stefan yesterday. Um, ultimately, he's going to be okay, and, and we're really grateful of that. Again, the cars are, are very safe. Um, yesterday was a, an unusual incident, and we haven't had something like that happen for a while. So we'll evaluate that. We'll see where we're at. We'll see what we can do to make that better so that never happens again, I guess, is number one. Uh, number two, um, you know how it works. I mean, the team comes in and kind of like, what's our options? Well, the options at this point are limited because we've already had qualifying. Um, you know, the, the the drivers have to come in and either do ROP or they have to do a refresher to become eligible for the 500, you know, as a rookie or as a veteran who's ran um, within the past year here or not. So there was a handful of drivers that were eligible that they would have had to come to a special session. We would have gave them um, – you know, maybe an hour on Thursday afternoon to get through a refresher. And then obviously with Graham, um, Graham was obviously already through all that process. He's a veteran, you, you know, he's practiced, he's qualified, he's done everything. So he was immediately eligible. Um, even being immediately eligible, what we're going to do with both those teams tomorrow, I'm sorry, Thursday, is we're going to give them a 15-minute session uh, to, to themselves, the 24 um, with Graham and then the uh, 44th Catherine Legg. Um, basically what we do when we do that is we That's let a them- big deal. That's yeah. a big deal. Well, we let them do in and outs. So they leave pit road. They can come out of turn four. They have to pit. So they can't do a complete lap. But we'll give them a 15-minute session to make sure the cars, you know, especially with, um, you know, with the with the 24, it's obviously a car change and, and a driver change. There's a lot to it. Um, the 44, it's not a driver change, but a car, you know, they're doing some different things with the car. So uh, we want to make sure they're right. So when we start carb day on Friday, which is our last practice, we have a two-hour practice on Friday. Uh, for carb day uh both those teams, legendary carb day legendary carb day both those teams come out of the box and they'll be ready to go so um so again we'll do a 15 minute special session with those two cars thursday afternoon 4 30 and 4 45 um outs and ins only but it'll let them get an idea where they're at uh, that's that's really good that's, as they say in the news business that's breaking news well i'm glad stefan's gonna be fine and uh, i know that ray hall team like like roger penske years ago uh, that's Indy. It will humble you quick. Uh, I remember Rogers cars, not making the race and here. Ray all had a, had a tough time. Uh, I think that kind of shows us how tough Indy car is when you see a team that good, uh, 
what three of their cars didn't make the race? Yes. Well, they they three of three of their cars had to go through last chance qualifying. So for qualifying, what we do is everybody gets one attempt on Saturday. Um, then you can do multiple tents at, attempts after that. We lock in the top twelve, so the fast for the top twelve is the fast twelve. And then uh, after that, we lock into top to top thirty. So thirty one through thirty four, which is what we had Saturday, are not qualified. So they have an opportunity to come back in on Sunday, and we call it last chance qualifying. Mm -hmm. So we'll basically get one time guaranteed through, and then again they can go again if they want to, if they if they need to. Um, and, and yeah, there was uh, there was three Ray Hall cars in that last chance, and one um, the Point Racing car. So. Um, ultimately, Graham was bumped out. You know, uh, obviously, like you mentioned, it's a very intense series. Uh, the competition is um, second to none. Um, if you look at one of the things in 20, I guess, 2016, 2017, when we first got here, we'd come up with this five year plan. And part of the five year plan was we needed to grow the series, we needed to grow the teams, you know, have new team owners come in, have new entries come in, that type of thing. Um, the goal at that time was to have 24 full time teams. And we have 27 now, so the field is is gotten gotten obviously larger, uh, but the quantity is also off the charts at this point. It's 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 you can't be off at all if you're off at all. You're, you know, 20th. So, um, yeah, you know, very proud of where we're at. Again, we have amazing teams, amazing drivers. Um, they just they get after it. Jay, you're uh, you're so well respected. Uh, you really are. Well, uh, sometimes we're humbled. But you are respected, so I just want you to know that. It, uh, I did some checking up on you, and they're saying that you are the reason for the new arrow screen uh, that keeps everything from flying into the cockpit. I, I think it's a good look. Tell me a little bit about that new arrow screen. When I look at the IndyCar now, it looks like a, a fighter jet. I think it's a good look. Tell me about how you came up with that. Well, we had been working on that for a couple of years and it was really just a, just a, like a, almost a, a shield, you know, kind of a wind, like a windscreen kind of type thing. And it was needed. Yeah, it was needed. Absolutely. Um, and we were not having a lot of luck getting it done. So fortunately, the, the Red Bull F1 guys are good friends from my Red Bull days. They had been working on a similar type project, but they had this frame across the top. So this was what was incredible when we did this in, I guess it was 2018. Um, we basically called our friends at Red Bull Advanced Technologies in March and said, hey, we're having a hard, hard time putting this, this, our aero screen together on our car. What if we collaborated? You helped us with the, what you'd been working on, and we figured out how to do this. So that was in March. By um, February of the next, so February of uh, 2019, we had it on 26 cars at an open test at uh, Circuit of the Americas. So it was an engineering marvel. It was done really quick. Um, the, the frame, the upper frame is 3D printed out of titanium. It's spectacular from Pankel. Uh, PPG does the actual shield, which is um, unbelievable. We've threw uh, three-pound projectiles at it at 220 miles an hour, and it just bounces off. It's spectacular to watch this whole thing. So it's been, a, it's been very well received. There's been probably, I don't know, the last couple of years, five or six incidents that probably that had really good results that might, you know, you can't speculate, but might not have if we had not had the screen on the car um, or the aero screen. So uh, it was it was a really cool project to be part of. I think, like you mentioned, it kind of changed the look of the cars. It kind of changed where we're at, where we're at. When we did it, there was really three things to it. It was um, number one was obviously safety, right, to make our drivers safer. Number two was uh, we thought it could help 
bring in other competitors, other drivers, because, you know, we've made the cars even safer. And three, the team set an opportunity to monetize it. If you look at the cars, it's pretty cool. They got, you know, branding on top of it. So it's, it's a really good spot on the car, on the inside of it or the outside of it, depending if you have any, uh, a camera in the car. So, um, yeah, it's been, a, it's been, it was a great project. Lots of people were involved. Um, we did it really quick. We're really proud of, really proud of the result. So the IndyCar series is, we're five races into the year. And the race that stands out to me is the Texas race. Uh, it just, it just does. Uh, it was, it was such a, such a great race. Uh, do you feel like I, I have my opinion. Uh, I think IndyCar series racing, the competition just gets better and better. And that in th that Texas race kind of blew me away. I was like on the edge of my seat. You should see from race control. Yeah. <laughs> are you happy with your competition right now? Yeah. Yeah. What's excuse me? What's what's that? Are you happy with your competition? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We always want to improve. We always want to be better. But we, we measure we we have data points like everybody else. Everybody. You know, it's a data driven society, data driven world. So we had a, like a thousand seventy on track green flag passes at Texas, which is <laughs> yeah, year before there was like 480. So, again, you know, that's big. We, yeah, it's big. Right. So we worked on um, some different arrow changes for Texas. Uh, that, that we certainly help. We do this upper groove practice, which we try to rubber in the upper groove, which was kind of cool. It's kind of fun to watch. Um, we think the track was probably a little better than it's been the last couple of years. So put those three things together with, you know, 27 or 28 of the greatest drivers in the world. That's what you get, right? So it was, it was a spectacular event. What's really cool about it is I think it's a real prelude to the Indianapolis 500. You know, both, both those, those are our two speedway races or super speedway races. So, um, yeah, the 500, we're really excited about it coming up this Sunday. Um, it's going to be a great show. Practice yesterday was, you know, you could see the intensity level even picking up. You know, it's game time, right? Qualifying's over. It's time to go get ready to, you know, get your face on that trophy, that type of thing. So it's going to be exciting. Jay, as, as a kid, you and I played video games, and we sure did like that boost button, you know, nitrous oxide. I see that you brought something like that with the rear wing. So – that that rear wing will it be a little bit adjustable for the Indianapolis 500 from the driver cockpit? Yeah, not from the cockpit. Would it be adjusted from the the, the team's cam? Before you, it was kind of a, a static adjustment. Once you started the race, you had what you had. So this year we did something um, with the rear wings where the rear wings are now adjustable. The teams will be able to make the adjustment. So basically, um, if you start off in the rear, you've got a lot of it allows you to put a lot of downforce in it, and then as you come forward to the front when you pit. You could take some of it out, trim out more. So it gives a team an opportunity to move forward. So what we've had here uh, some last few years is that the, 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 the guys in the front, lots of passing, incredible, whatever. But then turbulence as you go throughout the field got bad and it got harder to pass as you went through the field. So we've tried to, um, you know, give a, the teams another tool that helps them you know, navigate their way up to the front. So um, that's part of it. So we didn't have that at Texas, right? That's what we mentioned about it. We had some great, we think, arrow changes at Texas. That wasn't one of them. So when we came here, that was another addition that we had for the 500 that should uh, uh, help with the race. You've done it all. Uh, everybody sees it from outside looking in. You've got that arrow screen, screen the arrow screen, and of course. Uh, hard to say, isn't it? Huh? Arrow screen can be hard to say at times. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> arrow screen. Arrow screen, yeah. Well, you know, the Kenny conversation is more the serious side of me. I can laugh, you know, yeah. but yeah, the, the, the arrow screen 
and of course the adjustable wing. Uh, you've got it going on, a lot of passes, things are going good. So as we wind down here, uh, your wife, uh, Danielle Fry, she loves those quarter midgets. Mm -hmm. It looks to me like you're paying it forward. The family is paying it forward. You and your wife bringing these young drivers up. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, well, she's been involved with it now for a few years. Um, it's an amazing series. To me, that's, you know, when you talk about us and the, the 500 going 240, that type of thing, when you go to a quarter, quarter midget race and you see these kids running, I don't know where they're running, but they're running fast, right? So it's, it's right. crazy on these little, you know, mini ovals that they're doing and, and hitting the walls and, um, no, it's amazing. She's done a great job with that series. Uh, I think they're, you know, again, their card counts way up. Their participation's way up. I think if you look in the truck series now, even there's some kids who are a bit come up through the quarter midgets here recently, and there's a lot of them, you know, Loganos and like down the road that have, but, um, yeah, it's a cool series. It's a cool family atmosphere. It's cool for families, something different besides, you know, just, um, uh, uh, where, where families can participate. So it's pretty cool. I got to think, speaking of that, remember, remember I was the official um, methanol supplier for this guy in North Carolina who had a go-kart track in his backyard way back in the day. Remember that? Well, yeah. I tell you what, that was a good time for me. That was a long time. <laughs> you know what was happening is uh, the World Karting Association. I wanted to, I was in over my head. Yeah. And, uh, we all were back then. Oh my gosh. I had this, I had this, Little little go-kart, the air quotes. Yeah. I had the little go-kart track behind my house. It was awesome. We had James Brady, who was the national press secretary at the time, that took a, a bullet for Ronald Reagan. He showed up in a limo. Then all of a sudden, another limo shows up, and it's the country western group, Brooks and Dunn, right. Don the Snake Perdome, Bill Simpson, you. I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> it, and, and on Monday, I got a $25 fine from the city of Concord, North Carolina, because I didn't get a license because right. the people were parked up and down the roads. That good old days. Those are some good times. Yes, sir. And meth, methanol wasn't hard to come by or was hard to come by. So we're, we're bringing you 55-gallon drums of methanol. It was, and we needed it was it. legit, right? It was legit. And it was one hell of a night. It was a great time. And so, you know... I, I'd be remiss is is what they would say. I, I'm from St. Louis, Missouri. Missouri is a big deal to me. You're a Mizzou graduate. Yes, sir. Uh, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. That's our connection. You played football. Um, so before we end the Kenny conversation, just tell me about your days at at our our college uh, in Missouri Mizzou. Tigers. M I Z M I Z Z O U. Yes, sir. You say the Z O U. Love my Tigers. Um, I still have connections there. Still, you know, follow them, you know, all the time. Uh, I look back at, you know, uh, the whole two-a-day experience, and the, the, you know, it was funny when we were there. For the first couple of years, we were pretty good. The second couple of years, we weren't so good. So we were part of the demise of that program. But then, the, you know, obviously in the recent years, they brought it back up. Had some uh, good friends uh, coaching there, and it's still coaching there. And uh, you know, it's just it was a great place to to play, great place to go to school. Uh, like you mentioned, great state, great people. I use the show me thing all the time. It's like, don't tell me, show me, right? I love it. Just show me what you got. Well, Jay, I, I think one of the other reasons you're such a, a good leader at the IndyCar series is you're a big guy. You played football, and, and I always say it it helps a little bit when the leader is kind of tall and big. So <laughs> I, I can see, you know, you you kind of like Mike Helton. Yeah. And NASCAR, you guys are over 
you're overwhelmingly big and we're all kind of looking up. I'm like, I'm not going to jack what that guy has. Has that ever come up that you're a tall leader? Yeah, every now and then. So, again, I'm sitting, you know, this is just, you said you saw the video of the, the, the transporter thing we did on that Hey Jay. Yeah, thing. I watched it. Well, I'm in my office. So just, this is the same same setup NASCAR used to have, you know, or they currently have, right? That this is the yeah. big red truck or whatever. So this is the office. This is where you come. Um, so after qualifying, we're open for an hour. So the stewards are in here in case anybody has any it's your complaint. questions about qualifying. Same, same deal after the race. We're in here for an hour so they can come by, you know, and, and ask questions. Um, obviously, we're open all the time. They're welcome in here anytime. But this is where it's at. And every now and then you, you do have to I do have to stand up to, to announce that the meeting's over. And um, I guess being this size does come in handy. Yeah. Well, Jay, listen. Thank you so much for being on the Kenny conversation. Uh, you are officiating uh, the sanctioning body IndyCar series running the, the biggest race uh, in America, if not the world. I think the Indy, Indy 500 is, I, I, I'm getting goosebumps right now. I can see it. Congratulations on uh, IndyCar success. And uh, we'll end it right there. And uh, well, for anybody well, that, Open invitation to you anytime. We'd love to have you. You'd be our guest anytime, Indianapolis 500 or any of our races. Um, when you get back to the 500, you talked about the the, the three wide, 11 rows deep. Um, there's nothing like the first lap of the Indianapolis 500. I mean, you talk about goosebumps and still, right? I mean, it's you see those cars going to the first turn. It's in the driver's skill, bravery, commitment, all of it, right, is off the charts. It's, it's it's a sight yet yeah, in television is spectacular you know you, uh, you watching on tv but to see it one time in person is like unbelievable so yeah, comes i, I gotta add to that the, the racer in me uh you know I, I love strategy and yes that is exciting no doubt but buddy when there's 20 laps to go in the indianapolis 500 and you know the leader's got a pit and does the second guy got the, the second place guy does he got a pit or not but you got it going on buddy Thank you so much, Jay. I respect you. Obviously, I look up to you, <laughs> whether I want to or not. Understood. Well, pleasure. Thanks for having me, my friend. Thank you. So listen up, everybody. We are in podcast form, iTunes, Spotify. Listen to Jay Fry on your way to work. The Kenny conversation just keeps on rolling. Until next time. Thanks, Katie.